The Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories about Black men. All right, welcome back to the Black Male Archives podcast. I am your host, Rodney Freeman, and we have with us Travis A. Thompson. Sir, how are you doing today? I'm doing great about yourself. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can you, you know, I, I, I got the chance to see some of your work on, on Facebook and some of the things that you were doing were putting black folks on holiday paper, which I think is just uh, amazing. I definitely I'm going to have my order in uh, for the holidays. Uh, but and then some of the characters that you that you have, some of the artwork. So I just wanted to kind of invite you on and have you talk about your your work and tell the listeners, you know, where you're from and your background. So born and raised Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I went to school in Winston-Salem up at Winston-Salem State University. Um, so I got my bachelor's in art education. And then I came back to Charlotte to teach in Charlotte-Mecklenburg School. So that's where I am currently. Mm-hmm. And I got my master's from Gardner-Webb. So majority of my life has been spent here in Charlotte. Okay. And as far as the education, how was, how was that? How was uh, teaching? Or how is teaching? Teaching is different. Teaching is very different than it was, Um, you know, just full transparency. I have decided that this year is going to be my farewell year. Oh, Um, okay. When I originally went off to school, I went to the Philip O'Berry Academy of Technology. I was actually a part of their first class to go through all four years. The school was fairly new. Um, I graduated with a degree, not a degree, but um, an additional diploma in computer programming. But for whatever reason, when I went off to school, I decided to do education. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly always plan on education being my plan B because mm-hmm. I felt like they're always going to need teachers. Teachers mm-hmm. are always going to be needed as far as I can tell. Yeah. So I figured I'd make education plan B while I worked on plan A, whatever plan A happened to be. So yeah. I'm in the place now where plan A is starting to take form and yeah. plan A is where the passion lies. So that's why I'm ready to transition out of education. Mm-hmm. But education is different. This is my 12th or 13th year as a teacher, and it's drastically different than it was when I started. When you started, yeah. So talk to us about this passion. Plan A, talk to us. See, when I originally went off to school, like I said, I didn't know what plan A was going to be. Mm-hmm. I was acting in college in like stage plays. Mm-hmm. So I thought that maybe I'd go that route. Um, when I got back to Charlotte, I started doing a couple short films, did an independent film with the Legacy Theater Production Company. Um, then I got married, then I had kids, and mm-hmm. time just does not allow you to go out and just pretend yeah. to be somebody. Right. Um, and then in, I think, right before my daughter was born in 2017, I was working for um, an organization called Bell, which they would do these summer programs um, here in Charlotte, and they had several locations, but Charlotte was a big one. And that was what I considered my fun money. I yeah. saved enough during the school year. And of course, you know, teachers don't get paid over the summer. So I saved right. no money to, you know, be able to take care of everything. And I said, you know, one day I'm just going to go buy me an iPad. So mm-hmm. I went and bought me an iPad that summer and I just started just drawing. And yeah. I'd always known that I wanted to do a children's book, but I didn't really know how to do it. So I ended up writing and illustrating my first children's book. And from that first book, which is that one right here. Okay. So many things have spawned from that one book. Wow. Wow. Tell us about some of the projects. And also tell us about this holiday paper too, that you've been working on. 
So in doing that book, I had actually posted a video on YouTube just about my process of self-publishing that book. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point, the video is like a hundred something thousand. So people found me from that video, said, hey, can you illustrate my book? And that's how I pretty much became an illustrator uh, mm -hmm. during the pandemic was my first book that I got to illustrate for somebody else at the top of the pandemic, maybe like March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And then somebody contacted me like in April. And mm -hmm. then next thing I know, we're at the end of 2020 and I have all of these clients that I've done books for. But then I felt like I've used all of 2020 to work for other people, but I hadn't done anything for myself. Mm -hmm. So in December of 2020, I said, you know what, I need to just get back to me, do something for myself. So I said, for the first 25 days of December, I'm just going to do a doodle. Just going to draw something Christmas related because Christmas is my favorite holiday because I was born mm -hmm. in December. Mm -hmm. And I did 25 different holiday sketches. Well, mm -hmm. by that February of 2021, I said, I should be able to do something with these sketches. Mm -hmm. And I said, wrapping paper. I can take some of the sketches, turn them into wrapping paper, and um, throughout 2021, I sourced manufacturing, did everything myself, definitely trial and error. So by October of 2021, I had my first holiday wrapping paper. And now I'm at three designs and three gift bags. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. How's sales been? Sales are good. Um, you know, Christmas is kind of like October. Yeah. Um, yeah. November yeah. are the, the yeah. major the busy month. So right now things are slow, but I know that with October coming in later this week, yeah. they're about to ramp up. Yeah. Um, the paper that I did last year, I sold half my inventory before the paper had even arrived to me. Oh, Just wow. Posting it and yeah. you know, promoting it in different places. I had probably sold maybe 75% of inventory just in pre-orders alone. Yeah. And um, that told me that people actually liked it and they wanted yeah. it. So why not yeah. keep going? Yeah, yeah, man, that's that's amazing. So being an illustrator, what process, what mental process do you go through to kind of, you know, to, to come up with some of these these characters and to to illustrate stuff? Do you do you have your own process? Um, well, if it's for myself, my process, mm -hmm. if I'm doing something that's strictly for me, I just try to create something that I haven't seen mm -hmm. or something that I don't see enough of. Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm illustrating for somebody else, most of the time I'm trying to, you know, bring their vision to fruition. But for myself, I just try to think of something different, especially when it comes to the wrapping paper. Like I said, the first yeah. wrapping paper I had was just from those doodles that I had did in 2020. But yeah. um, I did the Black Santa. That was my second one. And um, that was just strictly because I realized that I did Christmas wrapping paper and didn't put Santa Claus on it. So I, mm -hmm. I had, you know, African-American characters, but I was like, you made this and you didn't even put Santa on there. So you need to do mm -hmm. one for Santa. Mm -hmm. And so for this latest one, I was trying to figure out how do I take it to another level? And I thought, oh, hot chocolate. I'm thinking black people, cocoa, hot chocolate, yeah. it all kind of goes together. So I made it all hot cocoa themed. And the goal is always just to create something that people haven't seen or haven't seen enough of and that people are going to be interested in seeing. Yeah. And, you know, and it, and it means to speak to if you can, if you can speak to this thing about uh, representation. Right. So, you know, I remember when I was young, you know, <laughs> a long time ago. Right. The only thing the only time I don't think I ever seen a black person on wrapping paper like it was always like white Santa Claus, some snowflakes maybe mm -hmm. Rudolph, 
but I've never seen any type of like black pictures on wrapping paper. So why is that so important, that representation? Well, I mean, it's the same for me. I That's how that book even came to light was I was trying to think as a child, how many books have I read or been exposed to where I actually saw a black boy? Mm-hmm. And I could only think of one that actually stuck in my memory. It doesn't mean it's the only one I ever saw, but that's mm-hmm. the only one I remember. And so I mm-hmm. figured if I can only remember one, then there's got to be plenty of other people of color that can't think of a book that they see yeah. themselves in. Yeah. And so that's why I did the Color Wheel Kids. And I tried to represent everybody with the first one just because mm-hmm. I tried to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. But um, that's how it all started is thinking, I don't remember seeing myself in this. So mm-hmm. let me create this. Yeah. And then with the wrapping paper, I don't remember ever being getting a gift that was wrapped in anybody brown. Mm-hmm. It was all, like you said, white Santas and snowflakes and snowmen. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just feel like every time I see something that has a void, I'm going to maybe try to figure out how to fill that yeah. on my own yeah. for my children. Because I, my children have the luxury now of seeing this book, of yeah. seeing all the artwork around, because every artwork piece of artwork that's in my house is something that I paint and it's probably got a black person in it. Yeah. They're going to grow up and that's going to be their norm, right. which is what I kind of wish I had, which is what we need more of. Right. Right. Man. Tell us how you're working towards that. What other, what projects are you working on right now? So um, the majority of all the clients that I've worked with have been um, black people, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm always illustrating other books for people, which is fun because they're they're also helping to fill that void of representation when it comes to children's books. And it's yeah. good because they're not all ideas that come from me. The story comes from someone else, but you know, the, the visuals come from me, but I'm happy mm-hmm. to be helping them. I'm working on my third and fourth book. Um, my third book will be a follow-up to this one. And then my fourth one's going to be about the tooth fairy, because again, I just thought about what does, what is our normal image of the tooth fairy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that's the tooth fairy that's visiting my daughter. (laughs) So (laughs) let me create the tooth fairy that I think is probably coming to our house, you know, or some other houses. So that's how that came about. Um, I was lucky enough to be contacted by Belk to uh, they wanted to add my wrapping paper and my gift bags to their site. So now my stuff is being Uh sold on belt.com um congrats man that, that's big time yeah i appreciate it and so we're hoping that you know we can get into some other avenues my my inspiration and my creative bug rubbed off on my wife so i'm doing the christmas stuff she has all the other holidays so she created um birthday gift bags for children of color of course i yeah. did the illustrations for it but yeah. <laughs> it's her yeah. idea yeah um mother's day with black mothers on it gift bags father's day with black fathers on it yeah you don't see that yeah. anywhere no no you don't so we're, we're literally trying to tackle every void that may exist we have a wedding bag with yeah. black couples on it um the baby girl baby boy there's no celebration yeah. that you can go to where you can't say that we haven't tried to create something where you can walk in with it that has right. representation Right, man. That is so powerful, man. And I appreciate you sharing your story in this, man. Can you tell the listeners where they can follow you and purchase some of this stuff that you that you have? Absolutely. So if you're interested in my books, um, and I actually just released my first coloring book. So, you know, even if you don't want to color them brown, you can color them whatever color you want to. You can yep. get that on my website along with my wrapping paper, gift bags. I got ornament with Black Santa on it all at 
thesivartgallery.com. And so that's T-H-E-S-I-V-A-R-T, which is just Travis backwards, gallery.com. Um, my wife's gift, ba- gift bags are at celebrateblackness.com. And those are the two websites where you can find all kinds of um, gifting solutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you said the gallery. Now, do you have a physical location here in Charlotte as well? No. So when I when I came up with the name of my company, it was in college and I had wrote my name out backwards. And I was like, oh, I have art in my name. Like I've done art yeah. all my life and I have art in my name when it's backwards. So I just came up with the Civ Art Gallery and it just kind of stuck. Yeah. And um, and so that's the question people always ask is, do you actually have a gallery? And that is a goal for the future. OK. okay. But um, as of right now, it's just the name. But my work is online. So it's essentially an online gallery. Online gallery. Man, Travis. Thank you so much for being on the Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories about Black men, which you are one of. Thank you so much, sir, for sharing your story and sharing what you're producing, man. People need to see this, and they actually need to go get it, because I'm going to put my order in uh, 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 tonight. So, so thank I, I you, sir. I appreciate you having me. I hey, really appreciate thank you, you having me and everything you're doing. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you, sir. You have a good one, and we'll follow back up with you. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. All right.